Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Live from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it, 35 years now, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but hardly duplicated. Straight up, the man was correcting that lofty introduction as my name is Pedro Fernandez, an award-winning writer, former four-time Golden Glove champion. I think I know what I'm talking about, about boxing and mixed martial arts. So if you think I don't, you can call me on the toll-free if you'd like, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or you can hit us up on the, uh, the No Commitment Guilt-Free Text Line. Text the studio, 415-275-1613. Our studio text line, once again, 415-275-1613. So we are hours away, of course, from Maurice Hooker and Jose Ramirez and hooking it up on the zone. These guys are in a battle for 140-pound crowns of WBC, I believe, and the WBO crown. So they're going to do a unification at 140, of course. Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., he was robbed last night in Mexico City. Now he knows what Pernell Whitaker felt like when Pernell got robbed against him at gunpoint. Straight up, we'll hear from Pernell, and we'll touch on the Julio Cesar Chavez situation as well. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211, and like a plethora of other Internet platforms. Bottom line is we're covering boxing and mixed martial arts for the next hour, of course, and I expect to touch on the USC, of course, rocking and rolling tonight. Man, Max Holloway and Frankie Edgar, Max lost his last fight. How do you defend your championship after coming off a loss? We'll talk about that and more. The psychological aspects of cage fighting. That and more tonight on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And I'm going to touch on don't corners have an obligation to stop fights? Guys are dying lately. Am I right or am I wrong? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. It's summertime once again, which means pool parties, barbecues, and relaxation, but it also means home projects, which aren't much fun. So why not let Home Advisor take them off your hands? From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area, letting you get back to summer fun. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work, and if you're not sure how much your project should cost, 
Get multiple quotes from pros and use Home Advisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online. No more phone tag. Home Advisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done. So don't wait. Get those projects done now and make the most of your summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask Home Advisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning Home Advisor app today. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. Listen up, Amazon Prime members. For a limited time, you can start an Audible account and start an Audible membership and save like two-thirds on your first three months, right? 30 bucks off is like getting three months for the price of one. Check it out. Offer expires July 31st. Check it out, audible.com slash ring. $4.95 a month for the first three months. That's only $14.95 a month. Straight up, pretty good deal. No doubt about that. The offer expires July 31st. Check it out, audible.com slash ring. 62nd career victory for Manny Pacquiao in his 71st pro bout. Only his second win by a split decision. His first back in 2008 over Juan Marquez here in Las Vegas. To Heidi Andrew. Thank you very much, Kenny. Well, Manny, all week you told us that you wanted to prove that you could still do it at 40 years old. Well, you certainly did that here tonight. If you are smiling, how fun was this fight for you? Oh, it's a... It's fun. I mean, uh, I'm getting hard for uh, my opponent because um, he's not an uh, easy opponent. He's, um, he's a good fighter. He's a good boxer. So he's strong. I really love the fans. Thank you so much for uh, coming here and witness the, the, the fight. Um, I'm sure uh, you're happy tonight because uh, you, get, you see a good fight. Even though uh, 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 Turman he lost, but uh, we, he, did, he did his best. I mean, uh, he's not he's not easy opponent. He's, he's a good boxer. He's uh, strong, and um, I mean, I think I just I just blessed tonight. You know, you you haven't fought three times in one year since 2000. Staples Center, September 28th. It's Errol Spence, Sean Porter, potentially the winner of that fight. Yeah, I hope I I, I can watch that fight. I'm going there to witness the fight. Well, congratulations on an amazing win here at the MGM at 40 years old. You still got it, Manny Pacquiao. All right, standing to my left, Keith, you lost the zero tonight, but you did so in spectacular fashion. When you, when you heard the split decision, what was going through your mind? I knew it, just, it was too close. You know, he got the knockdown, so he had momentum in round one. Um, you know, I want to thank the fans. I want to thank everybody coming out. This was a beautiful night of boxing. Manny Pacquiao is a truly great, great, legendary champion. 
Oh, Senator, oh, Senator, great is ye, oh, Senator. I promise I'd say that if he won tonight. And he did. He got the victory over me. I wish I had a little bit more output. I never won, I lost a fight and gained more fans in my life. I, I never did. I mean, when I lost a fight, I usually grumble. I walk away and, you know, but not Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman puts a spin on that. He comes back. He gives Manny Pacquiao all the props in the world, even though he probably wasn't supposed to lose. I mean, a 40-year-old man versus a 30-year-old man. I mean, most of the time, the 30-year-old guy is going to win, especially if he's undefeated. But Manny Pacquiao, obviously a different species, a different human being. Congratulations to the Filipino Pac-Man. Now, we go from the West Coast to the East Coast and bring in, of course, the professor of pugilism, Mr. Socrates Palmer, over us who predicted a Manny Pacquiao win. So no pat on the back for you, professor, but how come he made it look so easy? It did look easy to me. You know, like the old saying, styles make fights. Um, I, Keith Thurman had really not much of a game plan. Uh, if he tried to rely on him just being a naturally younger guy, uh, he tried to land the right hand, which did land. The Manny ate them. He took them. He took them. And just the output, Manny got off to the early leads. Uh, Thurman, despite the conditioning, which actually he, he obviously he was in great shape because, I mean, when he got hit by body shots, I believe it was in the ninth or tenth round. Tenth round. Tenth I round. thought he was tenth round. I think I thought he was going to call it quits, but he showed a lot of gumption. Um, but he still showed fundamental flaws. He got caught going straight back. Um, there wasn't that hunger. I don't know. I, no, I mean, no, 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 it's no. just it's very strange to see a guy so young gets, you know, lose his will to win so mm. easy. You know, <clears throat> I think it has something to do with pride because. I would have been there with like the more pride than you can ever imagine. And pride would propel me to bum rush this guy, to do all kinds of stuff, to step on his foot, to elbow him if need be. In other words, to rough him up with a forearm. I mean, we're walking inside, outside, doesn't matter. I've got to win this fight. I've got to be aggressive enough to win this fight. I'm not going to win it being one-time Keith Thurman, like you said, trying to pick his shots. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's not a sharpshooter. He's not a guy that you can say he no. sits down on his shots and, and hits you with one shot and it's mm-hmm. over. Yeah, That's right. Listen, I've said it for years. His power is overrated. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, this, Keith Thurman, he fought gallantly, but keep it real. He should be embarrassed. He had the height advantage. He had the, 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 the reach, the age the natural welterweight. I mean, come on, man. It, it, it's, it's embarrassing. Nah, it, it, it really is. I, I, you, you maybe think it is, but, you know, I sort of, I, I want to give Mr. Mr. Pacquiao all the props in the world because he beat Matisse. Absolutely. I didn't think he was going to beat Matisse, and he beat this guy pretty handily. Although it was back and forth, and Keith Thurman was in, was in the fight for them. I mean, he stayed there. I mean, he was there for the most part. Um, I, you know, I, but, but back to Thurman. Thurman flipping that around at the end. He ended up with more fans going out than he did coming in. I mean, people like you know, people that are gracious. Yeah, he, he definitely he, he, he got some humble pie. He, he really talked it up. I mean, between the two guys, I mean, he definitely sold it. You know, he, he didn't mind wearing the black hat. He talked a lot of trash, and, you know, he... But it was phony. It, it was phony. It wasn't whether he backed it up or not. It was, it was just so funny. I mean, it was sort of like it was sort of like a black guy trying to talk Spanish, or or a white or a guy from with a French. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm trying to say? It was just queer, and I don't mean sexually. It was just it was just 
a little different. Anyway, um, enough for, enough enough of that. Manny Pacquiao, of mm-hmm. course, still the the man as far as uh, boxing is concerned. Now, I guess is Floyd Mayweather going to try to stick around and fight one of these guys or whoever prevails in this welterweight tourney? Is that the uh, is that what it looks like or what? Uh, apparently. Uh, oh man! I mean, I, I would like to, this would be a great way for Manny to go out, but they keep pay, they keep giving him these big checks. Well, you know, <laughs> it's hard to say, to say no. You know? Joe Calzaghi, um, Joe Calzaghi, Joe Calz. I keep saying Joe Calzaghi, guy retired undefeated. They offered yeah. him all kinds of money to continue. He said no. Marciano quit because I think he realized that some serious whoopings were on the way. Um, but, you know, plus he was getting old. He had a bad back. But outside of those two guys, not too many guys quit undefeated, man. They, they just can't, can't walk away. And obviously, Manny wouldn't be undefeated. He's lost seven times. Andre, I, I forgot to mention Andre Ward. Andre Ward, Andre Ward mm-hmm. is the exception to the rule in a lot of ways. But I think Andre Ward sort of saw the, the writing on the walls. He had some tough fights with Michael Kessler and, and those guys like that. And he realized that, you know, you have a, you have a decent amount of tough fights. There's going to be some residual effects at the end. Yeah, no, and, and I think he knew that he had a, a future in broadcasting, and obviously he's got his hands now in the managerial end. Mm-hmm. It's a lot safer, you know. He's been in a couple of movies, so it's 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 definitely a, a safe way to make a living. It's sort of cool, you know. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that interview I just realized mm-hmm. the interview that was just done. We heard with Pacquiao and. Um, and, and, and Thurman was done by Heidi Andral. What are the chances of a chick having the same last name? That same last name as a steroid, Andral. I mean, come on. Is Heidi is Heidi pumping this up here, man? So Heidi's got a good rap. She's thirty seven years old. She looks good. She talks good. She knows a little bit about sports. Mm-hmm. But Heidi Andral got a last name of a steroid. Socrates Palmer is our guest, folks. We'll be talking boxing, of course, for the next segment here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, of course, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. And, you, and if you haven't Patrick party with Dan Patrick, you haven't partied too much, because I'm telling you, he, he, he ran a pretty good party there in the stands, although he was very respectful. All those people were respectful. Some of the other people weren't so respectful in the media at that point in time, but, man, Dan Patrick threw a nice party in Vegas, and I was sort of cool to be around it. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Gasoline, get this. On one Oakland corner, it's $4.35. On the other Oakland corner, it's $3.25. Something wrong with that picture? Only so much oil in the ground, baby. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Boxing showed his ugly side. Ugly side, baby. I'm talking about two tragedies this past week, plus a fighter entering the ring when the promoter and allegedly the British Board of Boxing Control knew that Dillian White had tested positive for steroids already. Get this. So we'll bring back the professor from New York City. I'm talking about the Bronx, of course, Socrates Palmer. And Socrates, i got to ask you about that, man. If I was Mr. Revis, I'd be filing multi-million dollar lawsuits against everybody. I'm talking about Oscar Revis was not... He wasn't told that this guy was on steroids. 100% right. Uh, Eddie Hearn has some explaining to do, Lucy. Um, that If that's the case, I wonder if Eddie Hearn should receive some, uh, some punishment. Well, I mean, he's the promoter. Well, and here's what's up. So Dillian knew, his promoter Eddie Hearn has admitted he knew, and the British Board of Boxing Control and UKAD were obviously in the picture, as UKAD are exclusively appointed by the board to handle all anti-doping matters under the World Anti-Doping Agency WADA protocol. The bottom line is, the first sample came back bad, the second sample came back bad. Oscar Rivas didn't know. Oscar Rivas was essentially... 
and people find this hard to believe, but I think he was fighting a man with three arms. Because when you have that extra advantage of steroids, I mean, it being on the recovery end of it, being on the strength end of it, being on the the, uh, the endurance end of it, all those three advantages, they would. Mister Mister Rivas wasn't aware that he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been forced into the ring like that. No, not at all. I mean, I know that there's a lot of money. And, you know, when how much money is in? Together. How much time out, time out, professor? I'm sorry to interrupt you, sir, but mm-hmm. how much money is in a slug mm-hmm. like Dillian White who tested positive beforehand? I mean, you know, come on, he's a he's 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 not the next Mike Tyson. He's not something we're gonna ha, ha, lose our breath over. No, not at all. I mean, but unfortunately, he, he was on a hot streak. You know, he really built momentum after um, you know had a good year. I mean, he's an entertaining, an entertaining fighter. Uh, Fought Anthony Joshua toe to toe, which was at the, I believe his only loss. Mm-hmm. But it's a horrible look, horrible look. I mean, he's a guy that was really, you know, building momentum, and and uh, you talk about hitting a brick wall. Uh, okay. Terrible, terrible for boxing. Two guys died this week in the world of boxing. Talk about Max, Maxim uh, Dadishev and Hugo Santolin. Uh, provides obviously a, a, a vivid reminder that combat sports can get ugly at any any one point in time. God knows when this guy was leaving the ring, dropped, and that was all over. He said he was feeling dizzy, and before you knew it, he was history. Talk about Max. Um, Hugh, I don't know much about Hugo's passing, but I'll tell you like this, Sock. This is, I, I think there needs to be a boxing revolution now. Besides the fact that you, you know, we know that we realize that, that women need to have smaller gloves because in the WNBA they have a smaller ball. They hit smaller in, in, in women's golf. They, they hit smaller uh, their, their courses are shorter. I mean, I keep going and going and going, you know, so why isn't there some, some, uh, something made for women in, in boxing, per se? But, so they don't want to do that. And now we've got combat sports being, you know, inundated with, with death for the last week and a half. That's all anybody's talking about for the last week. So my ploy, my, my, my feeling on this one is, Professor, if a guy, and this is, I know this is going to tick a lot of people off, but if a guy gets beat up for three or four or five rounds and it's a 10-round fight and he's getting drubbed, I think we just stop the fight. I really don't think that we continue down, down the, the road to, certain, uh, to a certain beating to a very uh, – uh, I mean, if he pulls like the John Tate uh, type of comeback or some Mike Weaver type of comeback in the 15th round, those are a one-in-a-million shots. And, yeah, they're sort of cool for boxing, but I think we can sort of let that go in favor of safety. And if a guy's getting beat up for five or six rounds, guess what? Let's just stop it. Yeah, you know, I think that definitely you're going to see more referees now ever on the side of caution. Uh, you're going to see more pressure on corners. Um, the doctors, and it, it, this is, it's going to have definitely uh, ripple effects throughout boxing the rest of the year, hopefully on a permanent basis. What I was thinking as I was watching the fight, it was a competitive fight. It wasn't a one-sided beating. And to me, it had to be, he must have lost too much weight uh, in, a, in a fast, in a quick, in, um, in a short period of time. Brain fluids? Have a, I think so. I think that, had to, that definitely had to be a factor because we've seen beatings, you know, and, and a guy that really didn't have a lot of miles on his career, you know, it, it, it just it was strange. And, and Buddy McGirt, you know, he, he saw his fighter couldn't make it. He saw something in his eyes. Um, the other thing, you talk about revolution. How about we revamp the weight classes? You know, I, I think maybe that's something that should be looked into. Um, like like how? I, well, 
maybe just restructuring what is a featherweight now, you know? Because um, these guys are, I mean, like you told me before, you know, regular human beings, do not walk, grown men, do not walk around at 130 pounds, you know? So maybe something that should happen in terms of maybe restructuring. I know it would be chaotic. Maybe the sanctioned the sanction buyers would love it. You know, probably be more titles. <laughs> but I don't know. Something has to be done. I think with that, especially with the evolution of the human being. But I just think know? I think the whole concept of boxing, and, and I'm going to bring MMA in this to an extent. I've in my memory, in my memory, mm-hmm. I can't remember but one maybe or two times where I've seen him throw a towel inside that cage to stop one of his UFC fights. Okay, and some of these fights. Bore, are, don't, they don't border on barbaric. They cross the line. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, in MMA though, when a guy gets starched, the ref is in there quick. You know, they they, they but, but, you, but, you, you you won't you will never see a Gaddy Ward fight in MMA. But case in case in point, the they let Brian Ortega take such a beating from Max Holloway. I mean, there was no reason for that after like the first round. There was no reason for the second round. There was no reason for that fight to continue. And he just did it and did it and did it. And the guy was an undefeated kid out of L.A., good-looking kid, spoke two languages, had acting abilities. You know where I'm coming from? You take a beating like he yeah. took, and I mean, they be- looked like he got beat with a crowbar. Okay? Yeah. I- so what I'm trying to say is that these, you know, I remember Jack Fiss explained this to me one time. We were driving to a fight in Stockton or Sacramento, somewhere that Jack Fiss being the retired and ex-Hall uh, of Famer, of course, the San Francisco Chronicle boxing writer. And he was, you know, we were driving the fights and he's trying to explain, he's trying to ex- explain the games to me and this and that. And, you know, I, I just looked at him and I said, why, why do guys have to continue if they're already beat? And he said, that's part of the game. And I said, well, maybe the game needs to be changed. And he looked at me like he sort of smirked. And he looked at me like, yeah, right. You know, and this was 25, 30 years ago. A lot of guys have died. I watched Johnny Montanez die in, in Las Vegas in front of me, right in front of me. I was in the front row. And then I watched um, 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 Rico Velasquez die in 1988 or 89 down there in San Jose right in front of me. And I went to the referee before the kid died, before the round before he died in the 10th round, I went to the referee and said, Hank, you got to stop the fight. The kid's going to die. He's going to die, Hank. He's, and you can hear me screaming on the tape. You hear me screaming. on. There's a videotape yeah. of this. You hear me screaming at the referee. on a, And you, you don't hear what the referee says to me. The referee says to me, son, let me do my job. And 40 seconds later, Rico Velasquez was dead. And that tape I talked about, that the videotape of it, it, it only survived for like a week. It never made it to the state. Evidently, it was lost. Get this. It was lost via FedEx traffic from from the uh, originator to the State Athletic Commission. They lost that, that You know, they lost that tape. You know why they lost that tape? Because the kid was mm-hmm. dead, and they would have to pay millions and millions of dollars on the on the liability side. What I'm trying to say is both fights, the Montanez fight, he bounced, his head hit the ground. There was some bad ropes in the, in the Las Vegas ring, okay? The ropes weren't great. There wasn't four ropes. I think there were three that night. But he, he, he hit the bottom rope, and the rope didn't hold him up, and boom, he hit the back of his back of his head on the canvas. Rico took a pounding for 10, 9, 10 rounds. He was knocked down, might have been knocked down six or seven different times, came into the fight a broken, with a broken nose, had suffered convulsions eight weeks prior when he was sparring Romero Adamas in a McAllen Allen. A McAllen, Texas uh, gym. So I had all this research, and then they let this guy come out here anyway, and he still fought, and he fought, and he died. Man, that's that's pretty heavy. You know, that, that's terrible. 
you know, actually, I, I mean, cut you off. No, the on. first fight actually covered as a member of the media was in New York, uh, a light heavyweight, East Scotland, uh, suffered a, uh, a death uh, at the hands of Khalid Jones. And so I, it, it's, it's a brutal game. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, I'm glad that they, it doesn't happen that often, but just happening once is often enough. Um, I think that you're going to see commissions be stricter. You can see the doctors have a bigger role, and the referees have a bigger role in, in stopping fights. Socrates, early. you might have said you might have said the same thing two and a half, three or four or five years ago when they had a, a rash of deaths. You know what I'm saying? So they sort of do pick up their game for a little while, and then they go back to the right. same old. Then they go back to the same old, same old. If he can get off the stool, he can fight. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's. I hopefully it sticks. You know, hopefully it's fixed. But like I said, we've seen guys take beatings, you know, in the ring, and and, and it doesn't happen. You know, who's to say which is the right punch? Doesn't you know, matter. Um, and you err on the side of yeah. caution. You stop really right. Right uh, tonight, we've got um, Hooker and Ramirez going on the zone for the WBO. I think mm. WBC 140 pound title. How's that going to roll, Professor? Might be fight of the year. Um, it's a really intriguing fight. Uh, Hooker, I didn't realize, had such a huge reach advantage. He's going to have about nine inches in reach, abnormal for that weight class. Um, Ramirez has to bring it. He's got a head in his chest. He's got to take Hooker. Um, they both have fought deep into, in, into, uh, into rounds, so I don't see anyone getting tired. Uh, uh, Hooker's fighting at home. You know, I, I'd probably edge. I'm leaning a little bit towards Hooker, just for the fact that he's fighting home. Uh, I think he could probably get off in the early lead. Uh, they both have shown tendencies to get hit. Ramirez has probably been in a little tougher. Um, I'm leaning Hooker, but it wouldn't be shocked if uh, Ramirez pulls it off. But I'm leaning Hooker on a, on a close decision. Julio, at home. Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. robbed a gunpoint in Mexico City yesterday. Oh. Now he knows what Pernell Whitaker feels like, huh? Oh, damn, P. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, you know, Frankie, hey, might as well say Frankie Randall as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was strange, uh, that, was some, stoppage, that yeah. was some crazy stuff in those fights, man. People don't realize yeah. that. Here's what's up. Tomorrow we're going to bring back in time, we're going to go on the Wayback Machine and bring back Johnny Tapia from 1995, the week before he fought. Uh, the kid from across town, I can't think of his name right now, is blowing my mind anyway. Uh, Who, Danny Romero? Danny Romero. The week before I fought Danny Romero, uh, Johnny Tapia will be here tomorrow. The professor will be back next week, of course, next Saturday. Tomorrow we'll bring in Johnny Sig as well. Professor, have a good week and say hello to the agent and that lovely wife of yours. I certainly shall, Pedro. Enjoy your weekend. The great Thank Socrates you. Palmer, folks, the professor of pugilism live on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Next up, we'll talk some MMMA before going back to the sport of boxing. You're tuned to Ring Talk. Decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization.
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. How much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Listen up, Amazon Prime members. For a limited time, you can start an Audible account and start an Audible membership and save like two-thirds on your first three months, right? 30 bucks off is like getting three months for the price of one. Check it out. Offer expires July 31st. Check it out, audible.com slash ring. $4.95 a month for the first three months. That's only $14.95 a month. Straight up, pretty good deal. No doubt about that. The offer expires July 31st. Check it out, audible.com slash ring. Look at Jimbo with the now more of ring time with pedro fernandez what is hip? The UFC's hip right now, baby. Rocking and rolling. Of course, UFC 240 going to rock tonight from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Formerly, of course, anytime they fought in Canada, man, it was GSP. GSP was just the guy. Jose Pierre, of course. Will he ever come back? The Canadian icon? Who knows? But the bottom line is tonight, July 27th, the Rogers Place in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Of course, on top, the main event, the World Featherweight Champion comes to us from Hawaii. His name is Max Holloway. He's a bit of a crazy guy. But then again, this is combat sports. This isn't... You know, chess. Anyway, taking on Frank Yeager, a former lightweight champion, dropping down to 145 pounds now to fight for the featherweight championship. Edgar's done well at 145, but he's not going to beat Max Holloway unless, unless 
Max Holloway was really beaten in that Dustin Poirier fight. Of course, he fought Dustin Poirier last time for a version of the lightweight championship. He wanted to move up to 155 or be a two-division two champion to Max Holloway, and he failed in that attempt. So <clears throat> he's back to 145, taking on Frankie Edgar, a former champion at 155, now back in, I guess, a, a more comfortable weight for him, 145 pounds. Anything can go here. I think that Max Holloway's taken a lot of damage, has, has Frankie Edgar, so either guy... Either guy could win this one, but I'm leaning towards Max. Of course, he is the title holder. Chris Cyborg Santos in the co-feature. Of course, the victim of Amanda Nunez last time out. Man, she got knocked out like in the blink of an eye. Man, Bob, boom! It was all over for the toughest chick ever, like the lace-up in MMA. Come on! I was scared of her. A lot of people were scared of her. She was, I mean, I watched movies where she was throwing 300-pound men around, though. Even if these guys are rolling with it, she's still throwing these 300-pound guys around, okay? She's picking people up and throwing them down. But anyway, she was an incredibly strong woman. She punched really hard. But guess what? Like a lot of great punchers, she don't take that good because she took one on the chin from Amanda Nunez and the baby. It was like all lights out. She was like all it was all over. So anyway, Chris Cyborg Santos coming back tonight against Felicia Spencer. Spencer, they say a lot of good things about, but is she going to beat Chris Cyborg Santos? It would be the it would be the upset of the card, and we'll see what that ha- if that happens. Jeff Neal is going to be in a co-feature against Nico Price. Outside of that, the rest of the card sort of looks mm, pedestrian. So as far as the future of the UFC is concerned this year, I like it. I mean, I do. Some of these cards coming up, Stipe Miocic, of course, the former heavyweight champion, we're probably going to tr- try to reclaim that title against the current champion, Daniel Cormier, of course, UFC 241 from the Honda Center. That's going on the 17th of August. And, and UFC 242, the aforementioned Dustin Poirier holds a version of the lightweight championship, the interim lightweight championship, taking on, good God, the undefeated Khabib, 24-0, 25-0, 27-0. Wherever you look around the Internet, nobody could put a loss next to Khabib's name. It's just, oh, 24-0, 27-0. I mean, the numbers of victories change slightly from 24 to 27, okay, but he doesn't have an O. And the guys beat bears and lions. Look on YouTube. He's wrestling all kinds of animals. The guy's an animal himself, okay? I don't think he's beatable at 155. I just don't. I think the fact that he's got this weight class master, he comes down and weight is scientific. He brings it down to 155. He gets back in the cage about 175. So, you know, he's like, like bigger than a light heavyweight. He's a huge dude, huge, huge dude, okay? But then again, Dustin Poirier puts on weight as well. So Dustin should come in, you know, and looking pretty good, so around 170 pounds, but not going to be enough. Khabib's going to turn him off probably about the first or second round. Khabib just breaks people. I remember we, we had a tape, a little a clip of Khabib, where he was telling some guy in the ring, he was telling some guy in the octagon, please stop this fight. I have broken you. You're going to get you're going to get hurt. Stop this fight. And, of course, the guy didn't stop the fight, and Khabib went on and broke him some floor. Anyway, a lightweight co-feature. In fact, three lightweight fights topping this card. Um, Edwin Bar- Edson Barsosa taking on Paul Felder. Felder's a pretty good fighter. Barbosa, a pretty good mid-carver, mid-carder as well. Anyway, <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> that's UFC 242, and that's coming to you from Dubai. And the reason why Habib is fighting in Dubai is that his father can't come to the United States for some reason, like he's got some legal issues with the government or something like that. But he can go to Dubai, so Habib's father will be there. It'll be a big celebration for the Habib family. And Dustin Poirier, I don't know what to say. I mean, it was sort of like <clears throat> Johnny Tapia, or uh, when Johnny Tapia was going to fight Henry Martinez. Uh, Henry Martinez was a... Uh, uh, a local kid, he fought for San Salvador, El Salvador in the in the Olympics back in like 88, I think it was 1980. Anyway, he was going to 
uh, Albuquerque to fight Johnny Tapia. And, of course, I was in the same gym as him. So he came to me knowing that I knew Johnny and this kind of stuff. He wanted to, can you tell me anything about Johnny? Uh, you're going to lose? I mean, what do you tell people? What do you tell people when they face it? Anyway, Johnny Tapia will be part of the Ring Talk Mix tomorrow. Of course, last week I brought you Sugar Ray Leonard. Went back in time to a 1989 interview when Ray and I were training. In fact, I'm trying to get Johnny Sig to cut these way back, these way back machine segments out and put them up on the YouTube page. Of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it out on YouTube.com. The rest of the, oh, let me go back to the USCM results last week before I segue into boxing here one more time. Um, in the main event, the man is like 8-0 now at welterweight. <clears throat> Leon Edwards defeated Rafael Dos Santos, the former lightweight champion. Unanimous not across the board. Won almost every round. Uh, 5-0, That was a five-round fight. Of course, that was a non-title five-round TV main event. The heavyweight co-feature Walt Harris knocked out Ole- Alec Usinek, uh, Al- Alec Ulinek in 12 seconds. Remember a couple weeks ago, Jorge Masvidal knocked out Ben Askren in five seconds. This guy did it in, in, in nine seconds. So, good Lord, man. And, you know, and the Askren knockout probably would have been three seconds, but the referee had to jump over and, and wave it off first. Anyway, Greg, Ad- Greg Hardy beat Juan Adams, and Juan Adams had some mental breakdown anyway. Anyway, a guy named Juan Adams, it sort of sounds like an a, um, <clears throat> oxymoron of a name. Why am I saying that? Because, you know, he's got a, like an Adams for a last name and Juan first name. First name sort of sounds like a little weird, right? Well, the guy was running out of the ring. Greg Hardy beat him up. I saw some videos of him running out of the ring. He was a big fat guy just running out of the ring, running out of the ring, looking out of control. You got licked like a stamp, baby. Sorry, but when you come into the world of combat sports, unless you're Andy Ruiz, you better come looking like, like, like you're in shape. Anyway, Dan Hooker was a winner against James Vick. It was a knockout in the first round, 233 in, in the very first round. Outside of that, oh, and a battle with involving a former UFC heavyweight champion, Andre Arlovsky defeated Ben Rothwell. Rothwell, of course, the gatekeeper of the heavyweight division for a long, long time. He beat him handily, a three-round decision, 30-27 to 27 across the board. The rest of the UFC schedule, am I real high on it? No, I'm going back to the Khabib card, man. That Khabib card's the stuff. Unless, unless, unless Francis is going to fight again real soon, you know, what can I say? You got ESPN, you watch all the... ESPN and uh, UFC fights you want to watch, of course, without going to pay-per-view. Most of the pay-per-view fights are on YouTube and things like that right afterwards. So so I I sort of recommend that you don't pay the 80 bucks. Now, we're going to segue back to boxing. From the UFC, of course, UFC UFC 240 going tonight. You can check it out on pay-per-view. But back to boxing just for a second, okay? Because last week we lost probably mm, the second greatest lightweight fighter of all time next to Roberto Duran. I'm talking about Sweet Pea Pernell Whitaker. We are sitting here with Pernell Whitaker, and I want you to recognize that we are talking to one of the best defensive fighters of all time. You are talking to the best. The best. My bad. Correction. We are talking to the best defensive fighter of all time and arguably the best Olympian ever. Good good call. Yeah, you agree? You agree? Okay. So I want to go back to the Olympics. I want to go back all these years. Your team in the Olympics consisted of Meldrick Taylor, Steve McCroy, Mark Breland, Tyrell Biggs, Holyfield. So do you still keep in touch with any of them guys? You close to any I, of them? I'm, I'm always be close to them. Always be close to all of them, you know. That was the best Olympic team you're going to find in history. You're not going to find a better Olympic team than 1984. So, um... But uh, all those guys I'm very close to, and I get a chance to see them when I come out to little shows, to our boxing matches like this, you yeah. know. And um, we get to reminisce, you know. We don't want to see each other every month, you know. 
<laughs> no. Do you, what are some of the funny memories that you remember of that team back then? Like any embarrassing moments or a funny story that you could share with us? I mean, that that's a pretty fun group right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, we just, we, we, we were like 11 brothers. We were, everybody had, you know, everybody was like a brother. Nobody's bigger than nobody else. Nobody's better than nobody else. We're just going out here, and we're going to represent the United States, and we're going to get some gold medals. <laughs> and, I know that's right. And we end up getting nine of them, you know? So, you know, but uh, no, all, all those guys, all those guys, they're great, they're great guys, and they're my brothers. Okay. Some of our listeners may be a little upset with me with what I'm about to say, but you are the first fighter that really, truly beat Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., you beat him. Yeah. Okay. Right. Don't, we're not surprised. Uh, I mean, but, I don't know why would I be surprised, you know, because, but uh, the fact that the world saw it, the world saw it. So, you know, I'm, I ain't no sense. I can't make up no excuses of why they didn't, why they called it a draw. Right. So no. I want to know what happened to you when you got robbed in that fight. I want to know. Mentally? A lot, well, I was gonna, yeah, because a lot of people don't realize how that affects a fighter. I mean, there's. There's a really dark side in boxing where when something is taken from you or robbed from you, what type of depression and darkness that a fighter goes into? Were you bitter? Were you just... How did you you react to that robbery? Well, you know, actually it was 63,000 people in the house and 63 millions of people watching it, you know, around the world. And, you know, everybody got... As long as I know that... The world got a chance to see it, you know, and I didn't put my my career around the four guys sitting around looking at me, watching me instead of watching the fight, you know, and watching to see if he catch up to me, you know, or hit me with something that can hurt me. You know, they've been waiting for that to happen for the whole 17 years I was a pro, and that never happened. <laughs> so, you know, but hey. The world got a chance to see it, and uh, it was a great fight for me. You know, mm-hmm. I gave them, I gave them what they wanted to see—little tricks and little beat them at his own game. Let's go through the 1984 Olympic team, of course, of which Pernell, Pernell Whitaker was such a proud member of. Paul Gonzalez, 106 pounds, of course, won the gold medal. Steve McQuarrie at 112 pounds of Detroit. Of course, Milton McQuarrie was his brother, hooked up with a unification bout at 147 with Donald Curry. Of course, that was in the 90s. Man, it seems like a long time ago. Meldrick Taylor out of Philadelphia, a gold medalist. I can't believe he was the MVP of the games. Pernell Whitaker, of course, the aforementioned Pernell, Pernell Whitaker, 135-pounder, won the 132-pound medal and the goal and the uh the gold medal in the Olympics. Jerry Page, he won the Olympic medal uh gold medal that year in my weight class. And of course that was 139 pounds, now known as Junior Welterweight. I think it's 147 pounds, 141 pounds now, but it was 139 at the time. I finished 13th in the country in an Olympic year. I consider that a hell of an accomplishment. Mark Brilliant won the gold medal at uh, 147 pounds. Of course, Mark Losing, I think, one fight at welterweight or one fight and avenging that loss. He was essentially undefeated as an amateur, maybe one of the greatest amateurs of all time. But he never really made the, the transformation, the, the, the crossover to the pro ranks. Frank Tate, Olympic gold medalist, of course, won the uh, – well, he won a middleweight title. It was the IBF or W middleweight title. I forget which one it was, but he won the middleweight title, no doubt about that. Frank was one hell of a fighter. Henry Tillman. 
gold medalist running things out of Los Angeles. Now, of course, he's got a big boxing gym down there, but Henry was a class act. Henry always... Henry was just cool. I mean, Henry, Henry breathes to the finals when he beat uh, Willie DeWitt, who was a pretty good heavyweight himself, out of Canada. Of course, he beat Mike Tyson not once but twice. He got knocked down by twice, I think, a couple of Tyson a couple of times. But the bottom line is, Henry Tillman was the gold medalist at heavyweight. Now, the super heavyweight gold medalist that year, Mike Tyson dealt with him too. Tyrell Biggs, man, Tyrell Biggs was one bad dude until he ran into Mike Tyson. Good Lord, that was one of the most punishing fights I've ever seen in my entire life. In fact, you know, if you ever felt sorry for a guy, you felt sorry for Tyrell Biggs because Tyson was giving it to him and telling him about it, man. Just giving it to him and telling him about it, folks. Check it out. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little Tower of Power to the break, baby. Towerofpower.com. Check them out. 50 years of funk. less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. 
It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The latest word I got from Ronnie Spector, get this. I want to go see Ronnie Spector, okay? So if I want to go see her, I got to go this. Edinburgh, the UK, December 23rd, 2019. That's her next concert. I guess when you're 76 years old, you sort of call your own shots. But, man, she's on my bucket list, and I'm not going to be able to scratch this off. I have to go to the UK. I'm not going to the UK to see Ronnie Spector. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, July 27, 2019. Fights tonight coming to you from Baltimore, Maryland. On top, of course, Javante Davis defending 130-pound crown, 21 and zip. Taking on Ricardo Nunes, 21 and 2. Ricardo's got 19 wax. Davis got 20 wax and 21 wins. So I guess somebody's probably got to go here as far as uh, knockouts are concerned. Davis looks like the overwhelming favorite here. Uh, it was on Showtime. That's 9 p.m. in East, 6 o'clock in the West, uh, live. Uh, also on DAZN, going to rock tonight with Maurice Hooker, 26 zip, 17 KOs. Got three draws. Three draws sort of suspect for me. Against Jose Ramirez, 24-0, 16 KOs. Hooker, a very big guy, sort of like you want to beat him, you got to get on a ladder to beat him. So Ramirez is going to have to get in his face in order to win this fight. Uh, moving up on the calendar, Thursday, August 1st on USC Fight Pass. Of course, that's one of these internet channels. Um, Lou DiBello is going to go with a card in Pittsburgh along with Mike Akery at Monroeville, Pennsylvania with a guy named Levigan Kryftov. It's 18-2 and two with 15 knockouts, taking on Gabriel Pham, 11-1. and one. Bottom line is Lou DiBella in trouble after losing that deal he had with, uh, of course, Al Heyman and Premier Boxing Champions. Took Deontay Wilder behind his back, behind Heyman's back, took him to the zone all the while Al Heyman knew. So, in other words, he got played. I'm talking about Lou DiBella. If that's the way it went down, Lou DiBella got played. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside Look at the world of boxing and MMA. The executive producer since 2006 is the great Scott Cuddy. I thank him so much. Ring Talk comes to you every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Saturday for an hour, Sunday for 11 a.m. for specific time for two hours on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 211. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sports Byline. <laughs> 